Voting rights advocates reflected on the legacy that Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. left behind when it comes to voting. During MLK Junior Day 2024 on Monday, celebrations happened amid ongoing voter litigation in North Carolina in response to the state's recently redrawn congressional maps. And joining us now is longtime North Carolina Central University Law Professor Dr. Irving Joyner. Mr. Joyner, how are you? Fine, how are you? Not bad at all. Thank you for joining us. So the plaintiffs in federal lawsuits, which are still making their way through the courts, contend that North Carolina's new maps are an example of the modern methods used utilized to suppress voters. Do you agree with that? Uh, yes. Uh, it is a prime example of uh, splitting up uh, communities in which uh, African Americans uh, can uh, constitute a uh, majority or have a good chance of uh, electing a representative of their choice in an attempt to uh, minimize the uh, impact that they uh, can have in uh, electing those representatives uh, to uh, the uh, state legislature or to uh, city and uh, and county posts. Now, you recall Martin Luther King's efforts in the Civil Rights Act of 1964 and the Voting Rights Act of 1965. Is this reminiscent of that period that happened 60 years ago? Well, it's an extension uh, of that. Uh, in uh, 1960, 1961, up to 1965, the uh, focus was on registration and uh, coming up with ways to protect uh, African Americans who sought to uh, register uh, to uh, to vote. Uh, after that, this notion of uh, freezing African Americans out so that they would have the uh, the vote, but no impact uh, emerged, and that is what we're dealing with uh, today, uh, where there is a kind of uh, hybrid effort that one seeks to uh, minimize the opportunity for African Americans uh, to vote, the opportunities for African Americans to, uh, to to register, and also uh, to otherwise participate in the uh, political process. How do you feel like these federal lawsuits that have been filed right now, um, what way do you think that they could turn out? Well, I think that uh, in, in the past they've always been very positive uh, in the sense that uh, we have been able to uh, demonstrate uh, the discriminatory uh, intent on one hand and then the uh, discriminatory effect on the uh, other. Uh, there has been uh, of late uh, efforts to uh, restrain the court uh, from uh, a full and robust examination of, uh, of these, uh, these efforts, but uh, it is a route that, uh, that we have no choice but to participate in, particularly in a state where the state does not recognize and protect uh, the rights and interests of uh, African Americans and racial minorities to uh, participate in the political franchise. Have you heard about particular cases? This past year, we had our first cases of voter ID here in North Carolina. We had several elections. One was in Durham. Did you hear any cases of people having a harder time to vote because of that? Well, uh, we, we, we are gathering information uh, on that, that the voter ID is relatively new. And there have been uh, examples of people encountering problems because they did not have an acceptable uh, ID, and uh, so the, uh, uh, the the investigation is ongoing, 
in trying to identify uh, those individuals and to present that matter uh, in uh, in federal court. Uh, of course, the uh, state at the state level, uh, there is this notion that uh, these uh, political decisions uh, and uh, not race-based uh, decisions, uh, therefore it uh, escapes scrutiny under the uh, North Carolina Constitution, and uh, we are regularly trying to challenge uh, that notion because citizens have the right uh, to vote, and if you vote, uh, you ensure your rights uh, as citizens to full participation in the process. Have you heard examples of voter intimidation um, over the last few years, or did you did you hear some back in 2020? Yes, there, there have been uh, reports of that uh, around the state. Uh, there have been uh, efforts uh, by uh, some groups to uh, go armed uh, at the uh, polling places as a form of intimidation. There have been efforts to uh, by uh, citizens to uh, uh, investigate the eligibility of uh, people to uh, to vote outside of the uh, normal process that that uh, that that occurs. So there has been instances of intimidation as has occurred uh, historically uh, with respect to African Americans and people of color. So those are ongoing efforts, and we are looking into. Uh, those uh, and trying to uh, categorize them and place them before uh, the court uh, for some accountability. Sad that that is still happening now, 60 years uh, after the Civil Rights Voting Act was put forward, but unfortunately that is reality. Mr. Joyner, you're always very kind with your time. Thank you very much for doing uh, the show here today. We appreciate it. Irving Joyner, law professor at North Carolina Central University. Thank you so much. We'll talk again throughout 2024. Okay, look forward to it.